0: Welcome to episode 85 of the Balancing Busy Podcast in this new year 2024. I am so excited to just talk with you about what I used last year, what I liked. I'll even share some of what I thought I was going to like and I didn't. And what my very favorite six, supposed to be five, but I just couldn't narrow it down past this. So my favorite six productivity apps and hacks. Some of them If you listen to episode 27 from last year where I shared my top five favorite productivity apps and hacks for last year, you'll be like, oh, that one stayed, and some of them have shifted. So let's jump in to this episode. Welcome to the Balancing Busy Podcast, where I help time-starved business owners cut their hours without losing income, dropping the ball with clients, or hurting the customer experience. I'm your host, Leah Ramelay. Since 2009, I've built six and seven figure income streams while working part-time hours. This is possible and you are capable. So let's jump in. All right, so when we're talking about productivity, the idea is being able to produce greater results, right? Like that's the root, productive, produce, that's what we're trying to accomplish. So what we wanna do is we wanna be able to remove some of the things that hinder us, that block us, that keep us from going forward with our goals. And I will say that one of the biggest things that has kept me from making as much progress as I want, and probably you as well, is that we just go too big. We go for these huge, audacious things. And I know there's the whole thing about, you know, hags and and hairy goals and, and all of this stuff, and you gotta go huge and, well, here's the thing. A lot of times I find that I go so, so big just, I fall off where I can even get traction. It's just too much. So last year, I decided to make a giant shift and I just said, okay, I am going to work on very small, daily, actionable tasks. Things that I believe that if I did these things, it would just make my days go better. And so I picked a handful of different things and I worked on those. And there's different ways you can do this. You could use pen and paper and and use like a daily tracker. I have a free one. We'll make sure we have it in the show notes for this episode. So you would just need to go to 85.balancingbusypodcast.com to be able to access the daily tracker if you are a paper and pen kind of person. Now, there's probably going to be more reasons. So you really probably will want to go to the show notes. What I decided to do is I found an app. So I used an app called Habits, and I'm going to link that again. This will be one where you might want the show notes because we're going to link a lot of stuff. So I'm going to link that for you. I'm actually trying a different one this year. I'm going to admit, I love Habits. I would keep using it. The reason I'm not is because for your first year to have more than three Habits, um, to be able to have as many as you want, it was like $19.99. I was happy to pay it, No problem. Now it's like $60 and I don't know, I just, I'm not doing it. So I'm trying another one that's called Done. And so that's the one I'm going to try this year. But I used Habit Tracker Habits last year and it was amazing. And so I just had all of these different things that I really heard about. And it became this opportunity to gamify and I didn't want to lose my streak. And I loved seeing the count number go up, which I do think is a benefit of using an app versus a um paper and pen although you can see the color building across the the board in paper and pen so i guess really it's whatever works for you whatever you'll look at and it can be a great reminder when you have that paper and pen right like if you have it taped to your mirror in your bathroom you're seeing it so it's going to help you remember oh yeah i've got to do that where app i don't allow for notifications on my phone so i wasn't allowing it to notify me that i need to go in i just had to remember and some things i did really really great on uh one of my thing is increasing the amount of water I drink. I feel like I did pretty dang good on that one. Uh Another one was like my prayer, my scripture study. So, you know, spiritual components. Um, I also had working on my Spanish. You guys have heard me tell you so many times that I want to learn Spanish. I didn't do that one, that one again. <laughs> Shocking. This is going to be the difference, though. This is the year, you guys. I promise. This is the year. But there was, you know, some that I didn't do as great. Now, one goal that I set was to do family history every day I love family history i I have years where I do a ton of family history and I have years where I don't in fact, it was so interesting to me on my app that I use, which I use an app called Family Tree to do my family history, I can see um my contributions so how much i've I've done and it was so fascinating. I was looking at it actually over the weekend and seeing different years so um, it was back for me as far as 2012, but, um, I wish it showed 2011 because that was a huge year. And I wonder if that's the biggest family history year I've ever had, but it shows me from 2012 on. And it's so fascinating because it's like 2012. I worked on it 26 times or did 26, uh, things in my, in my family tree. 2013, zero. 2014, 125. 2015 and 16. Seven, both years, seven and seven. Then 2017, 738. 2018, 170. Then I have this year in 2019 where I make 3,362 contributions. So that was a huge year. And I think, and it wasn't even that I had a great plan. I think I was like, it was like a Sunday thing. I would sit down and just do hours of family history. Um, 2020, it goes down. It's still big. It's 1,400, but like I get to see these shifts. Well, in 2023, last year, I did family history every single day. Every day. I had that habit tracker. I would click it, you know, that I had taken care of it. And every single day. Now, some days it was honestly two minutes. I would go into my family tree app. I would find a task, which would uh, be, you know, something like a census record. And I would review it and check it and then add it in and and just, um, you know, connect it to to a family member it was so fun because last year I did 3,502 entries. And that was truly maybe spending five minutes a day. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it is amazing what can happen with small but consistent effort. It's amazing. I mean, I am telling you, I didn't have much time where I was putting in hours and hours. It was truly about five minutes a day. And it contributed all of those just five minutes a day over one year to the biggest year I've ever had in family history with my contributions to building my family tree and and working on it. And I know, you know, a lot of us are like, a lot of you are like, <laughs> not trying to be genealogy nerd, Leah, but there is something that you want to improve on. There's something that you've been trying to make progress on for a really long time. And I wonder if you've been trying to make too big a burst where it's too hard to sustain and shifting to this concept, this idea of just small, Chunks of daily progress. It was literally five minutes. Sometimes not even that. I would do it in line at the grocery store. I was doing it when I was waiting to pick up the kids. I was doing it right before I would go to bed or right when I woke up, just a couple of minutes. And now when I look back at the year, all of those minutes, they really, really added up. So my very first app, which I've now already talked about for way too long is something to track your daily habits, those things that you believe. If I do these things, it's going to help my overall perspective, well-being, spirituality, family life. What are those small daily things that you could do and figure out what works best for you to track it, whether it's sheet and paper, which we have for you, you can download for free, or it's using an app like Daily Habits, or this new one that I'm trying called Done. I would definitely suggest the Habits Tracker because um, I really did love it. I'm just not willing to pay $60 for it. Okay, number two that I want to talk about is an app called Boards, B-O-A-R-D-S. Now, I questioned if I was even going to put this one in the episode because – most of you are going to be listening to this audio and this kind of hard to explain not being able to have visual. Maybe you're watching this on YouTube in which I can show you what I have right here. So boards is an additional keyboard that gets added into your phone. So you, you have your main keyboard and then you know how you switch to emojis? Well, you can switch one more time and you can switch to boards. And it's all of these pre-written, you write them yourself text so that instead of having to type it all out, you can just boom, click it, and it's right there. And so I've created, and I want to level up this year. I feel like I used it a little bit last year, and it was so helpful, and now I'm really excited to use it even more next year. But I created these different folders, basically, and they had uh, saved text ready for me. So one of the most useful was for social media you know, you have your hashtags. And instead of me having to go find them in notes and copy them and paste them, I put all the different hashtags that would be for different things. Like, oh, these are the hashtags that I use and alternate for different podcast episodes. These are hashtags I use based on my niche. These are the hashtags I use based on a secondary niche. I don't know. And they're all saved in there. So I don't have to go find them. I don't have to think about them. It's just They pop in with literally one single press of a button. Um, I also created a whole sequence of different things for new followers that, you know, just wanting to say, hi, welcome. So glad you're part of the community. And I can just pop those in. Um, I did some for promotions that we do. I did some for, you know, certain things that I'm adding in for the podcast. Every time I'm posting about the podcast, I'm going to post you know, the episode number and the name of the podcast. So instead of having to type out Balancing Busy Podcast, now that's literally one press of a button as if I'm pressing for an emoji, but instead it just types out, you know, and pops in Balancing Busy Podcast. So the Boards app definitely can save you time with things that you're frequently typing out on your phone so that is definitely one that I would suggest looking into. I am still using the free version and it's worked great for me. And it really has been um, a simple little productivity hack for being able to just get content out faster. Number three is gonna be, and I'm a broken record on these ones. I talk about them all the time. But if we're talking about productivity, if we're talking about how I save time, then there's no way I can not include grocery delivery apps, because they save me so much time. And I leaned into them heavy last year. I mean, using them, honestly, a couple times a week, which that was just poor planning on my part. But it's amazing. I can't tell you how good it feels when I finish recording a podcast episode or working with a client or Even just hanging out with the kids and then there's a knock on the door and the groceries are there. It's amazing. It just makes me feel like I have a superpower or something. So my favorite ones are Instacart. I love Instacart because that's how I can get Costco. So that is my primary reason I'm using Instacart is so that I can get my Costco delivered. Walmart Plus is one I started using halfway through the year. I actually got Walmart Plus because that was the best option for my daughter at college, and she didn't have a car at college, so you know this allowed her to be able to have her groceries delivered. And we had the family plan, so I'm like, oh well, all it too, and that was so so easy. So Walmart Plus has been a really great one that um, I've been using. And then of course, Prime, right? Like between those three things, I don't really ever need to go to the store and it saves me so much time. I love it. Now, again, all of the codes that I can give you that are gonna give you discounts or freebies or whatever, I'm gonna have them all in the show notes. So that's gonna be at 85.balancingbusypodcast.com or you can just go to balancingbusy.com dot com and go to the website and navigate your way there. Okay, so got to talk about the grocery deliveries because if we're talking about productivity, if we're talking about getting more done in less time, me not going to the grocery store definitely, definitely helps. Number four is one that I'm really excited to share because every one of us has it. You don't have to go download anything and it helps so much. And that is the timer, the timer function in your phone. Honestly, if you want to be more productive, use your timer. Sit down and say, okay, I am going to work for the next 25 minutes straight and take a five-minute break. You'll recognize that as the Pomodoro technique. Um, sometimes I go longer, though. Sometimes I'm like, I'm giving myself 45 minutes to work on this. But setting the timer reduces my desire to be distracted. That sounds kind of funny, but the honest truth is when you just sit down or when I sit down and I just have a lot that I need to do. It is like my brain is done to do anything else. I mean, I will go start scrubbing the house down just to avoid the other work I need to do. So I have this bad habit of being productively distracted, right? And the problem is, is I appear like I'm being productive. Like, oh, but these things are important too. But really, no, I don't want to do whatever that hard thing is. When I set a timer, when I give myself this finite amount of time, when I say, okay, you're working on this for the next 25 minutes or 45 minutes, it is amazing how it eliminates my desire to be distracted because there is an endpoint that I can see. So utilizing your timer more, it's really powerful. My favorite way to use my timer is certainly for me personally, as I'm trying to get work done, but also for my family. I set... 15 minute, 20 minute, and I either call reset or power clean and everybody knows, okay, we're all going to just work together and make some progress. And it doesn't feel so daunting because it's a nice short burst. So timers, timers, timers. Number five. This again, well, if you're on Apple, you definitely have it. I don't have an Android, so I don't know how the Androids work, but focus mode. That has been a newer feature. And I have been loving it and utilizing it a lot. I used to turn my phone to airplane mode all the time, which obviously, totally also works. But being able to switch and have focus mode, you can even set in specific times where focus mode will automatically kick on. So during maybe your work hours that you know you have three days a week, or maybe it's a certain time at night, or even maybe it's when the kids get home from school until after dinner time, your phone auto goes to focus mode so that you can focus on them instead of getting distracted. You know, in so much of what we're talking about, the real key here is removing the distractions, removing the blocks, removing the hindrances that keep us from improving, from growing, from getting close to the person and the life and the experience that we want to be our new reality. And what we're looking for is just ways to limit the distractions or the blocks and maximize our confidence our potential and our consistency so being able to use things that are so simple like the timer on my phone focus mode or you know simply making sure that I have all the notifications turned off that's as simple as going into your settings Clicking on notifications and then just toggling over and getting them shut off so that you're not distracted by what someone else wants you to do with your time, which is typically to spend money at their, their business, right? Using these is so helpful. And then number six, I can't talk about productivity apps and hacks without talking about chat GPT. You all know I love chat GPT when you know how to use it right. Now, I think ChatGPT could be a distraction if you don't know how to use it correctly and if you don't know how to train it to sound like you. I was uh, scrolling and I saw somebody say, you know, I actually saw a couple people say, one of the big things for 2024, don't use ChatGPT to write your content. We can tell. And I'm like, well, clearly didn't take my ChatGPT masterclass because I assure you, you cannot tell (laughs) when it's, been utilized the right way, so I am loving using ChatGPT to help me research. I can get ideas so much faster. To help me, just brainstorm when I'm trying to think of uh, subject lines and bullet points and a framework, even for like sales copy, and even writing content. Now I always. Review it, look through it. I don't just grab and go, but I'm telling you, once you've implemented the strategies that I teach in the chat GPT masterclass, it sounds like you. People cannot tell the difference. In fact, I'm going to be honest. I often think chat GPT sounds like me, but slightly smarter and more clever, <laughs> which I really appreciate. Like I don't mind getting to have my writing make me sound more witty and Clever and articulate while still sounding like me. I don't know if you've ever read somebody else's comment and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I had written this. It's so good. And this is exactly how I feel. I I feel like everyone's done that. I I obviously have. That's how I feel like Chat GPT is. I read something, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted to say, but I just wasn't articulate enough to say it. And it didn't sound that before I implemented the strategies that I've learned. It was a little bit more of a time suck and, you know, could send you down rabbit holes. But now, oh my gosh, it is such a productivity hack. So chat GPT, absolutely. If you haven't taken the chat GPT masterclass, you absolutely need to check that out. So again, I'll have it linked in the show notes or you can go to my Instagram, Leah Ramelay, click on the link in my bio and learn about it there too. Okay. So just to recap, here are the six apps and hacks to help you be more productive. They've been helping me and I've been loving them for 2024. Number one, some form of daily habit tracking. I used Habit Tracker last year. I'm gonna try Done this year, or you can use paper and pen. Number two, the app Boards, where you can put in really simple prompts, even really long, big ones, and then with one press of a key, it's right there ready for you. Number three, whatever you love for grocery delivery. Instacart, Walmart Plus, Prime, but not doing runs to the store yourself. Number four, the timer function on your phone. Number five, focus mode on your phone. Now, there's also an app called Freedom, so that can connect to your desktop computer and your mobile, and maybe if you're not on Apple, that might be another option to look at. But focus mode, also having notifications turned off is huge for helping you stay more productive and less distracted. And number six, chat GPT to help you brainstorm, to help you research, and to help you just sound better. When you've taught chat GPT, how to sound like you, how to emulate your brand voice, your mission, and put those things in place, oh my gosh, it makes all the difference. So there you go. Those are my top picks for 2024. If you have anything else that you've loved that you're like, Leah, you've got to try this, shoot me a DM and tell me. I will totally try it. I want to know. So let me know on social media. Otherwise, thank you so much for being part of Balancing Busy Podcast, and I will see you next week.